Welcome to Attitude Adjustment. It's my favorite day of the week. It's Friday. Woo-woo! Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about this. This is our 11th episode. Wow. And I'm Andrea, and I'm a boomer. And this week I'm going to introduce myself by saying I'm the one of the two of us who's got the Ph.D. Doctor and Andrea. Doctor. And uh, in a lot of circles, Ph.D. stands for Piled Higher and Deeper. I wish I had a funnier one. I think that's funny, but I feel like we could get a funnier, more insulting to the PhD. Well, I could come up with probably thing, other things that I could say about that, but it probably wouldn't be appropriate true, for true. family-oriented radio. <laughs> family-oriented radio. <laughs> and, uh, well, I am Zachary, and I'm a millennial, and I am about, oh gosh, I haven't, keep, I haven't been keeping track. Almost Just, hours yeah, away. Yeah, hours yeah. away. <laughs> the 21st of May. We're coming around the corner here. And then I will have a Bachelor's of Arts, and... Um, in some circles, that means absolutely nothing, <laughs> especially in the circles that are trying to hire me, because none of them care that nobody I have a bachelor's. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And yeah. that's, that's sort of what we're talking about yeah, this week. Yeah, that's so exactly it. If you're just tuning in to Attitude Adjustment, this is a podcast uh, that explores social, political, economic, and cultural issues of the day, uh, sort of through the lenses of two pretty different people, um, mm-hmm. a boomer and a millennial, and that's us. And so um, we're... We're going to be talking a little bit about the very notion of education today and what exactly does a college education mean? What's its value? We, we're doing a lot of talking about that these days. So mm-hmm. with apologies to Shakespeare, we're going to begin by paraphrasing Hamlet. Higher education to do or not to do, <laughs> that is the question. She should have been an actor. It would have been oh, so Lord. I am an actor. I'm yeah. a teacher. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so interested in your life. Yes, let me nod a few times. <laughs> well, oh. so we're, you know, Zach, when we talk a little bit about, well, when we talk about any issue, I, it really doesn't matter. We're Americans, and as a result... We have this tendency to just immediately place value judgments on pretty much anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I've got a cup of coffee in front of me today, as you do, and it's got Starbucks on its side yeah. here. And there's a value judgment we're going to place on that. This morning, my value judgment is, oh, my God, I'm so happy <laughs> that I have my coffee. Uh, but we judge everything, right? And we, we're constantly sort of trying to assess, and I think it's because we come from a capitalist background. Uh, we're constantly trying to assess what's the value of that? Does mm-hmm. it, you know, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Right? So it sort of makes some sense, I think, that we're going to talk a little bit about higher education because you're about to graduate. Yes. How are you feeling about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about it. It's. It's the excitement probably won't hit until like we do like the crazy things on final week where you just like hang out with everyone as you try to do your final hurrah and stuff like that. But uh, get over today, which is uh, it's reading day, so we don't have any classes. But I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, four yeah. years, it's a lot of money. I did they like last week they sent out like the the exit counseling for your loans, and so they're like, here's how much money you owe us, and I'm like. That's depressing. Uh, <laughs> and then knowing I'm going it's going to live with another, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. It was twenty six thousand. I don't care about telling people my finances. So okay. twenty six thousand. I mean, when you're paying forty grand a year, it's not terrible. Um, but knowing that I'm also uh, dating a person that has 
around the same amount of debt is kind of depressing for both of us. Engaged. Yes, engaged. Engaged. We have to say the word. Oh, yeah. We, we have, have to, to actually well, say so dirty. that word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no. you guys are entering into the next phase of your life, uh, approximately 50 Two thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 a nice thing to think about. Interesting yeah. way to put it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Way worse when you combine those numbers. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's kind of interesting because I think when we talk about higher education these days, we get very distracted by talking about its cost mm-hmm. and talking about sort of is it worth it? Is it worth the fact that you are starting really your professional? career in debt mm-hmm. already um and but we we kind of forget about talking about the other sorts of values of this experience and what higher education does which i think is worth it i think we should ask some questions though um when we're talking about college you know is the dollar for dollar payoff really where the focus needs to be are you going to be able to, to are you going to be able to actually look back on your life and say, okay, that $26,000 loan that I paid off, because mm. you will, um, <laughs> you know, what did, was it worth it? Mm. Was it the right thing for me? Uh, did I get something out of it? Um, you know, what are the expectations that a bachelor's degree is going to ensure a job that pays a living wage are you i know you're about to sort of launch into that yeah. whole process finding a job and you're looking for something that ultimately is going to pay a living wage mm-hmm. uh and then some i mean you have you have a lifestyle to keep up here right yeah my terrible <laughs> terrible lifestyle <laughs> um so i mean it's it's interesting we can talk about money but i think there's lots of other things that we should talk about so Let's start out, actually, just talking a little bit about our own experience with higher ed um, and sort of our our own perspectives on that. And why don't you start us out? You're the soon-to-be graduate. You get going. Right. So it's it's what I feel about college. And and your experience with college, yeah. Uh, Well, looking, like, outside of – I still – and I'm talking from a private university standpoint for those that are listening outside – uh, which is about on average forty grand a year. Um, it was a little bit lower when I came here, and has raised up to that point. Uh, so getting money out of the way, I I think that the price is just overwhelmingly high. And I enjoy my private university experience, but I sometimes don't see the connection between the forty grands that I pay and the actual um, facilities I have and access to. Uh, and so that's kind of a problem that I have, but that's money. Um, and I don't want to talk about money because I obviously came for college way past the, the bill amount and I have a lot of scholarships that help me get past that. Um, obviously leading 26,000, the value, the value of a college education. I don't think I would ever question, um, whether college is a good thing. Is it the only thing? No. But, like, the things that I've learned here are things that I wouldn't learn if I would have just tried to, like, go out. I do feel, um, like, applying for jobs at this point in time, I see a lot of these, like, two- to three-year experience, work experiences and things like that. And I sometimes feel like I, uh, as much as I felt prepared, I feel like I'm unprepared again. Like, I feel like I, like, took a step back. Like, I, I was walking out the doors, and I was like, yeah, I'm about to graduate. I'm feeling great. I got this great resume. 
And then all of a sudden I like look at all the applications and it's like not matching up to what I expected. So I'm wondering if, um, you know, the industry is forgetting about college students or expecting college students to to do something different. I don't know. I mean, I mean, some of these people, like some of the jobs that I would consider um, manageable in my own situation, like I, I think, oh, I can do all that. I know, you know, I, I meet all the requirements other than this magical number of like two to three work experience, two to three years of you work You do understand, though, Zach, that they can advertise that they want someone with two to three years experience, but that doesn't mean that that's who they're going to get in their applicant pool. Right. And so you need to just kind of ignore that. Oh, I still, I also, still apply to yeah, everything because I feel I bad say, for them. They have to go through it. That's not necessarily reality. That's mm-hmm. usually they're advertising the ideal, you know. So don't just ignore that. You need you know, to I just think it, I think it would be interesting if companies started investing in recent grads. And those are the things that deter a recent grad. Um, I, I've never, and obviously, I mean, I don't know. I just think there's a unique, for a company standpoint, and I'm, I'm way straying away from this question for a few seconds. I think, I think it would be unique if there was a, there was a company that, like, really targeted these um, recent college grads to, like, build them up. Um, the only problem with that is that they usually don't get to reap the rewards. You know, like some of these beginner companies like Awesomeness TV, for example, they'll like give all of these people great skills and then they'll just leave to a better job now that they have these skills. Um, But no, college education, I think it's very valuable. It teaches you a lot of fundamental skills. And if you've already if you feel like you already have them, there's a lot of honing that you can do that you won't ever know until you do it. Um, Plus, you build the network outside of these high school friends that actually I mean, if I think about my high school friends that I considered a network at one point in time, it's all sprayed, and, I, and none of them are going to help me get a job. And so that's the biggest thing. I've, I felt like I've read that before, where college is actually uh, just building a network and allowing you to use that network. And so, I don't know, that's my answer. Did is you that ever, helpful? Did you, ever consider, <laughs> did you ever consider not going to college? No. I would consider... This is gonna make me. I would, I would consider that failing. Um, in my situation, I was like a three point eight or three point nine high school student, uh, which means I obviously cared about. I cared about my grades. I cared about, and I'm a very sense. Um, I have a need for achievement. Uh, if you're looking at the management style of things, so college was just another step along the. And I never. I there was not one point that I thought now. I did consider going to a community college um, and just doing a two-year, getting the degree and running off with it because I didn't even know I was going into digital media. I was going to do, like, music production. And so I thought, yeah, I'll just get two years and I'll go sit in a studio for the rest of my life. And so, no, I never really considered that. Hmm. Did you know, were, were many of your peers uh, in your hometown, did did most of them go to college or did most of them went to a community college uh, yeah. we have we have a community college just down the road about 30 minutes uh nyack north i don't know iowa community college or something and it was like five thousand a year so um you can get a degree for ten thousand and if you had any scholarships you know you could actually make money off of college if you wanted to that overlap so I think that's what a lot of them did. Um, a lot of them also went to state schools and then dropped out the first year. Um, but we have a few. I see a few Facebook posts, so that's good. I like to see who survived till the end because, I mean, 
like two years ago, I saw all the associates like getting their degrees from the community college, and now I'm seeing a lot of the bachelors that pushed on through. Okay, and and the dropout thing is something we'll talk about in a mm-hmm. minute. So, well, I'm I'm actually I could have gone either way for the most part. I was a I was a somewhat uninspired high school student. In fact, that's being somewhat generous. <laughs> Uh, I I really wasn't I wasn't gonna score big scholarships uh, or anything like that because academically I had certainly given no one any reason whatsoever to think that I was gonna be successful in college, um, and also I did not come from a family of means. Um, we weren't de- we weren't destitute, but we were not wealthy. We didn't have lots of money. We didn't own our own home. You know, we rented our own home. So, um, really, I mean, we didn't have a lot of assets and uh, those sorts of things. So, again, I was high need in terms of financial aid because I really couldn't do much for myself financially. And I was sort of low achieving. So, frankly, the fact that uh, my alma mater actually took a chance on me was somewhat of a miracle. Uh but ultimately what it did was it changed my life. You know, um, college, the opportunity at college to do college sort of made me wake up and realize that I had a brain. But it also opened doors for me that I didn't even know existed. I had no idea uh, that the world was what it was because I was from small-town central Iowa. I had really, by and large, mm. never never been out of it much. Des Moines was a big deal for me. And so college ultimately sort of changed my whole worldview and opened me up. And had my alma mater not taken that chance on me and sort of pushed me through um, and, you know, introduced me to professors who actually challenged me and, you know, challenged me to think about myself as a scholar for the most part, um, you know, I would still be probably working in my hometown and and maybe have moved up, I don't know, to working in the bakery or something at Hy-Vee because I don't I don't know what I would be doing otherwise. And uh, college changed that. College has that opportunity, and that's that's kind of the next question that we should be wrestling with. Why even go to college? What's the point? Um, so. 2015 Huffington Post article by uh, Jamie Marisotis noted that there were a lot of um, a lot there's a lot more to a college degree than some sort of employment guarantee which is Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of one of my big arguments here Uh, he cited a a study by Philip Trostel called It's Not Just the Money Uh, and the article claimed that college graduates are significantly healthier and happier than their non-college-bound counterparts. What do you think about that? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Um, I, I'll go back to the first part of that, the fact that the college degree um, is viewed as like an employment guarantee. And it, it is. It's insanely accurate for somebody that's in college because like even think – I'll reference to things like my GPA doesn't matter because – like, you know, like jobs won't look at it. They'll just look at, and you don't even have to include it on your resume if you don't want to. And 
I mean, that's just an example of saying saying something like that is like poison because you're just basically saying like all these four years, as long as I get them done and walk across uh, the stage, you know, like that's all I'm here for so I can get the job. But really, there's a lot of uh, I've told people this, too. If you have a poor GPA, but you are trying the hardest at what you're doing, like that's way better than the guy that's just like slacking off and, uh, you know, is getting lucky guesses on the two false questions because there's that work ethic that you build over the four years. And I think um, that leads right into the fact that college graduates are healthier and happier. It's because there's a one, there's a sense of achievement. You know, that's always really rewarding to say, I don't know, to know that you're not like failing and that you're not like just living your life and you're like really doing something for yourself because the college education is an investment in yourself. Like that's kind of the whole point of it is that you you build your brand and you build your own your own personality and things like that. I think at the end of your four years, you're also a different person and most people like that person. I don't, uh, I feel like I've become more aggressive over the four years and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a terrible thing. Um, I think life become more became more realistic for me. Um, but yeah, it makes sense to me. If if you invest in yourself, it's like when you buy yourself ice cream. Uh, you're like, wow, this tastes amazing, and I feel good, and I'm just happy about it, and I had the money to buy it. You know, it's the same thing. You you spent the money on college, and you're like, well, now I feel like I'm worth something. Um, yeah, it's a different I, level of worth. I mean, there's a psychological thing mm-hmm. with respect to I've achieved. Um, I think there's also like the actual sort of tangible evidence, and that is what this article talked about, that, for example, college graduates are much less likely to smoke. They are much more likely to exercise and or be pretty cognizant, pretty aware of their health and well-being. They're much more likely to get uh, regular checkups. Just before okay. or after graduation, because I haven't paid attention to any of this. After. Okay, okay. After, All right, after. so it'll come naturally, after. hopefully. Yes, you'll have to qu- quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, I, got, <laughs> get my, I can't have a pack a day anymore. No, no more packs Maybe a day. Maybe one a day. Um, uh, and the, the article also talked about the fact that, um, generally speaking, college graduates, those who go to college, um, have this tendency to have a somewhat different outlook on the world that I mean it's not that they don't struggle and it's not that they don't face even things like depression and anxiety mm-hmm. Lord knows I've certainly seen plenty of that in my students but um, they they have this different little bit more optimistic view of the world that the, that the world is something they can manage um, do you think that that's accurate yeah I think I even got that before I like I think near my fourth, you know, my senior year, I kind of realized that that, that really, um, you know, after my internship experience and things like that, it's really up to you. You can you can genuinely control a decent amount of things in this world. Like, if you want to be successful, you put in the effort, and the world is actually forgiving. And as a like a high school student, you kind of look at everything, and it, and it feels like it's kind of ran by other people. And, like, you're just going to walk into a street and you're going to move in a filed line. So I think there is something mm-hmm. about... Um, yeah, that makes sense to me, that that you would assume less power, mm-hmm. uh, less that you have, personally, less power. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there's a greater fear of failure 
if you haven't gone to college, I mean, you've gone to college. Mm. Would you say that you fear failure? No. No. I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's where we, it's where we learn, right? Mm-hmm. It's where we kind of get excited. And um, I always tell my students that when they are at their most uncomfortable um, and, and, and when they are sort of teetering on, on the brink of actual failure, that's probably where you're going to learn the most. Mm-hmm. That's probably where you're going what you're going to grow the most from. You're not going to forget it either. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The moments in my career where I have failed miserably are the moments that I think about mm-hmm. and that I know that I have to learn from and, and grow from. And I, I wonder a little bit if you don't go through that in college in, in a setting where Basically, it is kind of safe for you to fail, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's there is a bit of a safety net here. Um, we don't let you fail to the point of drowning. Mm-hmm. We'll let you fall in the lake, but we're we're not going to let you drown. Um, mm-hmm. That's 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 kind of an interesting thing. That's maybe a great sort of value to this whole experience. I, I think it sort of puts, and I, I think it speaks to that healthier, happier idea yeah i would yeah the the fear goes away um but the pressure is not going away and i think that's like the best part about it because high school is a little bit similar um like they really just kind of like help you walk through those four years and some people struggle more than and college college is great you're right it is kind of like a vacuum of things where you you have this little bubble that you are protected from like going in debt and being homeless and um, ultimately, like, destroying all of your relationships. They do a really good job. You have, you have resources, of course, um, and and even a counselor if you are getting down to that point. And so I agree that there's a value to the fact that you can try, think, try anything. I mean, I could once – I mean, you might be here for a little bit longer, but I know some people that – change majors even you know they start this and then they're like oh god you know and then they'll do this and then they'll they'll still go oh god and then they'll go do this you know and that's the great thing about college is that you just you just go well i don't like this and you move on but so zach i'm going to take you back to something that you said before Mm -hmm. um you said that that forty thousand dollars that you've been paying out um it feels like a an exorbitant amount of money Mm -hmm. uh but Think about ultimately sort of what that $40,000 is giving you. I mean, you just talked about all of these incredible resources, all of this um, sort of support, which is in many, many ways sort of intangible. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we're going to put a value on it, uh, I'm just wondering if as you sort of begin to take stock of Okay, maybe you didn't have the most up-to-date um, facilities. Like, I personally think that our facilities are pretty great, and you got your hands on equipment right. literally the day you walked in the door, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think you can say at a lot of institutions. And, okay, the carpet in Loggy is is awful. And, you know, there I remember some of the issues that you had living in Swope. But... The bottom line is, if you think a little bit about all of the stuff that is a part of your experience over these last four years, really? $40,000 is 
Mm. You know, I I like to agree with you, but I, I still. First off, uh, facilities definitely go outside of just our major. Um, the the thing is, I think, and I can speak on behalf of my class specifically. This is going to get outside of the, our listeners a little bit. Uh, we went through a prioritization on our campus, and something that affected our seniors coming from our you know all over our four years is that there was a point in which they started taking a lot away, and they were like, "Here are all the things that are going." We literally got an email. Here are all the things that are going away or getting shuffled. And that's really sucky when you're still paying the same forty grand the next year and you just realize that you lost like a huge fraction of what's going on. So that's super, super depressing when you when you feel like you're not you know, like you feel like you're still paying the same amount, so you should be adding more, but you're not, and that's that's an economical thing. But about this whole forty grand a year, forty grand is an insane amount. Like an insane amount. I mean, and I. Well, what do you think you're paying for? Well, I know that's a good question. <laughs> no, I mean you're paying you're paying for that network. You're paying for that those skills of um, you know, personal development is what I'm paying for in, in like a general term is personal development. And I guess there's a big question: Is it worth forty grand? You know, I I maybe I personally had. I don't know, 39 grand experience. <laughs> I had a great experience. I'm not not I'm not saying I didn't have a great experience, but if I was paying 40 grand out of my wallet, um it would it be worth it? And some people are getting close. Now, I mean, more around the 20 grand a semester some people are paying out. Um but man, is it worth 40 grand? I maybe I personally had a great experience, but I don't know if 40 grand. That's like I mean, two payments and you've already got a nice house um a nice house and a lot more sometimes depending on where you're buying it from so i mean it sets you back a little bit 26 is going to set me back a long time and i'm not even going to say anything because he went to two different schools but it's i have three degrees three degrees yeah yeah. you have plenty of money that you've invested into yourself and into your into your ability you you talk about it yeah I, i look back on you're right. I mean, I did take out loans and mm-hmm. all that kind of good stuff. And I think that I finally finished paying my loans when I was about, oh, 40. Dear God. 40, 42, something like that. I don't even want to live that long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that that's about when I paid it off. It's miserable. But here's the deal. No, it's not. You build it into your budget. And the bottom line is what I got for that investment no one can ever take away from me. Um, I had experiences that so many of my peers from high school didn't have. I got the chance to study in Germany for a while. I got the chance to um, perform in operas. I had a chance to meet, um, you know, dignitaries, and and I had a chance to do my first war protest, and I had a chance to go to my professor's homes and listen to music and uh, talk about poetry. And, you know, those things changed me forever. Um, no matter what, even if I had defaulted on my loans, which I didn't, but even if I had, there's no way to take that away. Um, and that's formative. That's that's 
sort of intrinsic to sort of building who you are. And maybe you're still too close to it to understand that yeah. right now. I'm sure that's the thing. Um, but I can tell you that that um, I would invest that and and invest it all over again in a heartbeat, in a minute. I wouldn't even think about it because I know what its value is. I mean, maybe this is too unrealistic to think about, but just kind of defending my point even farther outside of yours. And I agree. I'm probably too close to it. And I actually I'm 100% sure that's it um, because I'm, I'm one of those people that value a lot of things and the things that I end up doing over my life. But if you were to pull some of that money out, don't you think you could have got similar experiences? Invest in some opera training classes. Boom, you're in an opera um, and now that's outside of school. I mean, there's people that invest time into, like, violin and then they can get into orchestras outside of college. Uh, you know, like, you can go to Germany. 40 grand, pff, go to Germany, like, five times. Like, Yeah, but but at 21 years old or at 20 years old, I didn't have the wherewithal, nor did I have any experience to be able to be able, to be able to actually put that together and do it myself. There was no way. I didn't have the maturity. Heck, there were probably parts of that that would have I, it would have been maybe illegal for me or not I would not have been able to because of my age, um, go and get into things and and you know make things like hotel reservations and stuff for myself at twenty, you know they may not have even taken it. Uh, my point here is that that I could not have done that were I not doing it with someone who was seasoned and who understood what he was doing. We're yeah. running out of time, we sir, are. and Jesus. we've not—we've just barely scratched the surface. We have so much more to talk about. Next week, we're going to be getting into the whole question of the value of the gap year, and we're going to be talking a little bit about um, higher education as sort of the great social equalizer or mm-hmm. economic equalizer. So we have so much to talk about next week, and we do hope that you'll be joining us for our very last Attitude, Attitude Adjustment. Adjustment. So we'll see you next week. Don't miss out.